Keep listening after this episode for a trailer from Onward, an upcoming podcast about life after high school. Graduation just passed and summer break is here. For high school students who are coming back next year, it's time to relax and have a well-deserved break. For those who go on to life after high school though, it's time to prepare for an even bigger step. Today we're talking about the feeling of being done and looking back at what it was like to be in high school. Welcome to That High School Life. joined today by one of my, I guess, former students now, right? Yep. Welcome to the show. I'm Yu. Um, I've been studying at CIS for nine years, and Mr. Joe was my business teacher starting in grade 10, and through my IB year two. So 10 and 12. Yeah, yeah 10, 10 and 12. 12. It's yeah. a long time. Yeah. And now you're done. Yes. Just last week. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm <laughs> I'm proud of you because I know that um, it's been a stressful couple of years. <laughs> yep. How does it feel to be done, IB? I feel really, really free. Um, <laughs> some people say that they feel empty after being done with IB because it's really focused and it's mm -hmm. a lot of work you put into for two years and it's just suddenly done. Yep. But I didn't like IB that much, so <laughs> I'm really happy that <laughs> I just finished it. What would you say you liked least about going through the IB program because for those of you who are listening we have two curriculum uh, two curricula at CIS and that's OSSD so the Ontario Secondary School Diploma which you were in from 9 yeah. to 10 and then the International Baccalaureate uh, Diploma Program which is 11-12 yep. um, it's an intensive two-year course I know that I guess what was the most challenging part about it for you I think it's the exams um, mm -hmm. we only get one shot at that exam and it's based on the two-year content, so you really have to squeeze that into your brain. <laughs> and we have about three or four weeks of exam weeks, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. So that was really stressful at the end. Um, I'm not good at memorizing, too, so that was really challenging for me. Were there any upsides to it? Yeah, um, I found out what I didn't like. And that was really good going into university. Uh -huh. um, I found out that I am not very good at any of the science courses, so I am not <laughs> going into sciences next year. And I think that was good because I didn't know that before going into IB. Right. I thought I was okay at science, and I found out that I was not. <laughs> Having said that, though, that, that's, that's a good segue into our next question, <laughs> which is, what are you planning on doing next year? If I get my IB diploma... <laughs> I've got um, my fingers crossed. I'm pretty sure you will. <laughs> I hope so. So, yeah, if I do, I'm going to U of T, and I'm going to be taking um, management, business management, mm -hmm. and I'll be choosing which specific, like, where specifically, like, for example, finance right. or marketing in the second year. So for next year, it's just general management. Okay. Do you have any particular focus that you want to get into or that you're thinking of getting into? Uh, probably finance or accounting, okay. but... Nothing too specific. It might right. change. I'm not sure. Good. Yeah. That, that's what university is about. Yeah. All right. So we looked forward, but let's take a look back now. You were at CIS for nine years. Yeah. Which is really, really long. Yeah. That's more than half your life right now. Uh, no, that is half your life right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Within that nine years, including IB, 
Yeah. Um, what was the most challenging part of it for you? I think the hardest part for me was actually communicating with people, like at the start too, because uh -huh. when I just came here, pretty much the phrases that I knew were "Hi, how are you? I'm sorry, thank you, nice <laughs> to meet you." So at first, I found it really challenging to talk to people, like mm -hmm. even in English. And then as um, we got older, I found out that there was there were like several culture gaps between me right. and my friends because most of them were Vietnamese. And I found it hard to sometimes join the circle when they're talking in Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty challenging at times. But I guess that got better like at the end of grade 12 because right. I started to care less <laughs> about like all the language stuff. I thought, you know what, it's fine. Yeah. And so that was hard at first, but I guess in high school specifically, I found it hard to consistently come to school. I yep. don't really like having <laughs> that regular schedule of come to school from Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, and then do stuff after school as well. Yeah. It was stressful to do that all the, like, all the at all times. Mm -hmm. But besides that, it was okay. Okay. Um, as... So you're... I guess a third culture kid at this point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your background is, or your ethnic background is Japanese. Mm -hmm. You've been living here in Vietnam. Yeah. You've been attending a Canadian school. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there any, so after being in the international system for so long and mm -hmm. here in Vietnam for yeah. so long, is, is there any particular culture that you identify with or would you say it's like a mixture of all three? It's definitely a mix. Um, yeah. I don't think that I could um, bond in well if I were to go back to Japan mm -hmm. I definitely lost that part of Japan for example I can't catch up with the trend yeah. of Japan <laughs> at, anymore and I don't know if I can talk to Japanese teenagers and understand what they're talking about mm -hmm. not language wise but topic wise um, but here in Vietnam I still can't speak Vietnamese after staying here <laughs> for nine years I gave up like halfway through mm -hmm. um, so for that reason I can't relate to the Vietnamese culture that much too, right. but I've been here long enough that I know how it feels like to be on the street. I know right. the food here. So in that way, I, I have a bit of that Vietnamese culture, but not too much. And yeah, I guess after being in an international school for a while, I do have connection to like the Western culture. Mm -hmm. For example, I listen to a lot of English songs instead of Japanese songs. So yeah, it's definitely a mix. When we talk about high school, we sometimes think about it as two separate things. Right? The stuff you do in class, which is all the learning, mm -hmm. the coming late to class, the leaving class early, and the stuff you do outside of class, which includes all the extracurriculars, mm -hmm. or even CAS, I guess, if you're an IB. Yeah. Do you have any memorable takeaways from that, from that, that whole experience, like the outside of class experience? I guess the one that's most memorable is maybe sport teams. Mm -hmm. I joined, I think I first joined the volleyball team back in grade 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. And um, I never really considered joining sport teams before that. I joined it for CAS. <laughs> and <laughs> it's okay, you can admit it now. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> and then I enjoyed it much more than I expected to. I never really liked um, sport teams specifically. I liked individual sports. Right. 
but after joining sport teams, I got to know a lot more people. I learned a lot about collaborating. Cass is a lot about collaborating. And, um, Very much so. Yeah. And it was memorable because I didn't think I was going to build that bond within that very short amount of time. Yeah. One volleyball season is only about like two months or three mm-hmm. at most. And I didn't think I was going to get close to that many people in that short amount of time. And yeah, that's why it was memorable to me. You practiced a lot. Yeah. I remember seeing you guys in the gym almost what, every day. Yeah, almost every day. <laughs> And that must have added to your schedule a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it was it hard fitting that in? Yeah, it was. Uh, especially as an IV student. Yeah. But I really liked volleyball, especially for the reason, well, shout out to Miss Kathy. Um, I really enjoyed volleyball, firstly, because of you. And she encouraged me to continue playing sports, mm-hmm. even beyond volleyball teams. And I actually enjoyed doing it. That, that's why it was not as stressful as it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed actually being there, so I made time for volleyball. So it wasn't that stressful. Good. Too. And as your cast uh, supervisor, you, yeah, or your former cast supervisor, <laughs> I am glad that you took the opportunity to uh, to discover that. So shout out, definite shout out to Miss Kathy. Yeah. Um, Kathy, if you're listening to this, um, you did an awesome thing. You. <laughs> Brought sports into the lives of students who didn't think that they would like sports. <laughs> you were also in band too, right? Yes, I yeah. was. Shout yeah. out to Mr. Eric. Mr. Eric. <laughs> yeah, concert band was also really, really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, I've actually been in concert band since grade eight, mm-hmm. so that's probably four years. Yeah. And I've been playing the clarinet, mm-hmm. and um, the reason why I like being in concert band is because. You play with a lot of people that you never really talk to, mm-hmm. and you, I kind of feel the connection through music, although I don't talk to them. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to play a piece. So we play them at the end of the like, at the end of the year concert or at a Christmas concert, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's like an accomplishment to have that piece. Like we practice for a month and then we play it together at the end, and. Even though you've never talked to them, it's really interesting to connect through music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really liked being in concert band. Good. And again, as your cast coordinator, or <laughs> former cast coordinator, I'm so glad you did that. So shout out to Mr. Eric. <laughs> For making kids like music. Yeah. So I think we're coming up to our, our, our last question now. Mm-hmm. This, I think, is a question that you'd be able to answer, especially given your perspective as someone who is now a former student. Mm-hmm. Young students, when they're in elementary school, or even yeah. into high school, like yeah. grade 9 to 10, maybe even 11, uh, they tend to see their teachers as, you know, th- th- these people who are all-knowing, all seeing they know the answer all the time. You know, generally, s- students tend to see their teachers as people that know everything, yeah. all the answers, whether it's subject-related or life-related. Yeah. Um, as you reach the end of your high school career. Did you notice any changes to the answers that you were getting from your teachers for like things like life advice? Or just, did you notice any changes to your own perception of your teachers? The advice that I heard from them became much more practical. Mm-hmm. When I heard them when I was younger, I used to feel like they're just saying it because they're my teacher <laughs> and they're saying it because they're, they're an adult and uh-huh. they don't know what I'm going through or something like that. Mm-hmm. But as I got closer to the end of grade 12, I realized that 
those are the lessons that you only learn when you become older and when you actually go through your life um, that you don't go through in younger years. And I learned that teachers actually do care about you. Of course <laughs> we do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and yeah, the things that they told me were actually pretty practical. Yeah. Yeah. What is the most practical piece of advice you've received this year? The best advice that I've received this year was that they told me whatever happens will happen. If it happens, just go with it and <laughs> it'll eventually become better. Um, I used to get really, really stressed out when like one little bad thing happens and <laughs> I just like panicked, like I don't know what to do. But um, they told me, it's okay, it already happened, you can't change it. <laughs> and like you just have to turn it to make it better. <laughs> so yeah, I think I took that like at heart that will like live with me. I learned to care less. <laughs> um, Which, you know what, sometimes is the best course of action. Yeah. Right? Sometimes yeah. you got to take a step back. And like, yeah. I'm just going to let this happen. Yeah, so sometimes, so I learned to like let things happen, just let it pass. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It already happened. And yeah, I think that's a good way to live your life. You don't feel too stressed about sure. everything. Yeah. Uh, to take that a step further, would you say that in learning not to use up your energy mm -hmm. on certain things, that you were able to redirect it towards more useful things? Yeah. When you stop stressing out about one little thing, mm -hmm. you start to have a wider perspective. You see more things, yeah. but in a less stressful mm. way, you just observe it and you see that it happens. And it's a lot better for your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. You just see it. And of course, you may feel concerned, but mm -hmm. it's not going to get to you. So as you get ready to go to Canada, is there anything that you're most looking forward to? I'm mostly excited to meet new people, actually. I used to hate meeting new people. I used to hate <laughs> new things. I used to hate change. Uh -huh. But now that I'm done with all my IB stuff and high school stuff, I'm actually excited to see new people. And I never expected myself to be like this, uh -huh. but I am. Mostly because I've been here for nine years, like I said, and I kind of want a change. But I'm also just looking forward to meeting new people because they have new perspectives. And then you learn things that you never even thought of before. Mm -hmm. And I'm really looking forward to that. So on the flip side, is there anything that mm -hmm. you're kind of scratching your head about or you feel not so sure about? Um, I'm not so sure about university. I don't like I, <laughs> I said that I'm going into management, but yeah. I'm not sure if I truly love it. I don't know if I can find something that I want to pursue through my life. Mm. So I'm a little worried, but I think I'll figure it out at some point. Good. And remember, I have to. <laughs> remember what we told you about high school. It's going to be the best four years of your life, <laughs> which was. You know, maybe not entirely true. Yeah. And like Buffy said during the valedictorian speech, high school shouldn't have been the best four years of your mm -hmm. life. Right. And as you go to university, I don't think those should be the best four years of your life. Yeah. Could be the best years of your life so far. Mm -hmm. But I hope it gets better and better. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> so between now and when you leave for Canada, are you doing anything or are you just hanging around? I'm gonna go back to Japan mm -hmm. for a little bit and I'm also gonna visit the States for a family vacation and I'm gonna be back in Japan again <laughs> to see my family and to go shopping uh -huh. because I miss <laughs> Japanese food and Japanese products. QP mayonnaise! <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then I'll leave for Canada 
Early August. You're a pretty busy person, you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming out to do this interview. No, thank you. And yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing from you in the future. We are going to do a follow-up interview at some point. Um, that has been season two of That High School Life. And today I've interviewed my former, now graduate student, you. Thank you for joining me. Small announcement from me, I am leaving the Canadian International School of Vietnam and I will be starting up at a brand new school in Germany. So for season three, you'll be hearing from me in Europe. But until then, if you're just listening to the show now and you'd like to subscribe, you can find That High School Life on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. I look forward to season three, and I hope you continue listening. Have a good one. Teaching high school is all about transitions. At some point, you're gonna have to say goodbye to every student that you teach. And while that's expected, you have to stop and ask yourself, where'd all that time go? I think I'll miss the people and the community here. I think that's the biggest part of CIS. I'm Elena, and I'm a senior student at the Canadian International School. Looking forward, what lies in front of them is a world of possibility. They could be going to university, college, or the workplace. My name is Buffy. I'm at the end of my second year in IV. Next year, I'm taking a break before I go to university and or college. Wherever they're off to, they leave with an intention of doing something with the knowledge and skills that they've picked up in their years of education. I'm Crystal. I'm in year 12 right now in CIS. I'm going to attend uh, University of Toronto and I think I'm going to major in psychology. This podcast is an attempt at documenting the experiences of my former students as they make the journey along the different pathways that follow grade 12. The struggle that I think I will meet everywhere is that um, to be involved and with everyone. Um, I'm very shy and very... I'm Sue and um, I'm grade 12 and this year I'm graduating. It's about moving forward on a path that's rarely straight, often bumpy, and full of twists and turns. I guess changing myself in a way. I would hope it would be positive, but I guess it's always two sides of the coin kind of thing. I'm Max, I'm 18 now. I'll be going to the University of Wolf. Join me every month as I catch up to see what these young minds have gotten up to in life after high school. My name is Anna. I've been here since I was in grade four. Oh my God. And now in grade 12. I'm only going to be a senior for approximately two more weeks. And hear from them as they negotiate that which lies ahead. Right now, like, I know where I'm going, and I'm not broke because I haven't worked yet. But after university, I, I have to think about living. I'm Emma, and I'm a CIS student. Yeah, of course. <laughs> My name's Joe Takar, and this is Onward. <laughs>